Broadcasting from down on the bayou, it's the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. A proud member of the Roar Network, powered by thegorillaposition.com. And now your hosts, Michael Leander and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 42 of the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, broadcasting live from the Collar and Elbow Studios. You can check out our Collar and Elbow product of the week at thegorillaposition.com. It is the new Sarge shirt. If you haven't seen it, it's awesome. It's camo. It looks good. I'm getting it. Just throwing that down right now. And of course, if you want to grab this shirt too, it's not only on sale for $17.79, but if you go to the website and you enter our code, the average marks at checkout, you get 10% off that. So really good deal. You get to support an awesome company from an awesome dude, Al Snow, and you get to support your favorite podcast because they cut us a check when you buy something from them. So averagemarks.com is where you can get that or the gorillaposition.com. Patrick, how's it going, player? Oh, it's going good. Uh, you know, it's uh, it was a good night last night for uh, pro wrestling. Unfortunately, I didn't quite get to see it. I know what happened. I'm waiting for All In to drop on New Japan World, and then I'm going to take mm-hmm. a, a good hard look at it. But I did see all the results. We have uh, Casey Jones here in the studio today. He saw it last night, so he's going to give us the full rundown on All In here in just a little bit. But for the entire rundown of the episode of mm-hmm. uh, Average Marks, episode number 42 for September 2nd, 2018. Of course, we're going to have a we have a, the quick Facebook poll results. We're going to yes. go over here in just a second. Yes. We're going to talk all in, match by match, get all the reactions from the wrestling world. <clears throat> and then uh, the PWI 500 came out earlier this week. Uh, I know a lot of us, uh, between the AMP guys, we were debating on the top 10, who should have been there, who shouldn't have been. So uh, we'll talk about that. Also, a big heel turn. Yeah, uh, impact. We're gonna talk about that, and then the updated Hell in a Cell card. We're uh, getting closer, actually. I think we're about two weeks away from Hell in a Cell, so we're gonna talk about that, and then uh, some cheap heat. A uh, well, I don't know how to exactly call this, but uh, the uh, the wrestling fan Izzy, as some of you are uh, aware uh, or may not be aware of, uh, wins a wins a belt, a championship belt. So we will dive into that, and that is the uh, rundown for. Average Marks, episode number 42 for September 2nd, 2018. That's right. You can catch us at our central hub, AverageMarks.com. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter, at The Average Marks. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, please make sure when you finish the episode, leave us a rating and leave us a comment, because that will put us in the algorithm to get suggested to other pro wrestling fans. We also want to give a shout out to our new sponsor, Jeff Bezos, and his mega conglomerate, Amazon. You shop Amazon, we know you do because we've been looking in your computer history. So <laughs> there's no way around it. Make sure you go to our Twitter or Facebook page. It is pinned up at the top, our link. Click it, shop like you normally do. Nothing will be added to your purchase. It's just Amazon and uh, Uncle Jeff will cut Amazon. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, the average marks a check. Casey, what's up, man? What is up, everybody? I'm, I'm glad to be here again. Dude, we're glad to have you back in here. Now, tell us a little bit. You started some new stuff on your podcast. Tell us a little bit about your podcast and where people can find it. Yeah, well, you know, my group, my group and I, uh, Pro Wrestling Roundabout. You can check us out on Facebook. That's our that's our predominant, you know, source of uh, social media. Just Pro Wrestling Roundabout to search us, you'll find us. Um, we also use YouTube, Pro Wrestling Roundabout official. Um, Instagram is Pro underscore Wrestling underscore Roundabout. Twitter is Real underscore Roundabout. That is all the places you can find us, but. Uh, the PWR crew and myself, we decided, you know, we consider PWR 
Um, to be more so of a brand, we we had kind of evolved from just a podcast and a brand. So um, we expanded a little bit. Uh, me and my buddy Ryan Dickerson were the co-hosts of the show, and we added on our good buddy uh, Ethan Nada, Brad Goodrich, and our our great friend Benjamin J. Wood. They they were brought on as writers and uh, content creators for the for the page itself. Um, and then among all that, Ryan and I decided that we kind of wanted to get back to the roots, kind of what you know what you guys are doing here and what we started at. And, and that is, uh, we, we started our own podcast back up, and we're calling that the Power Hour, PWR, the Power Hour podcast. And uh, we're, we're recording that once a week and um, getting that going up. We actually just dropped our first episode, I think, either yesterday or the day before. I don't remember. I, I, I do so much now. I do so much. Right. It's, it's, it's almost too much sometimes, but it's, it's a blast, man. But, hey, I did also want to mention... Um, we're, we're, we're in an extended family now because we are also official, official collar and elbow, um, sponsored over here. So yeah, that, nice. there it is. There it is. Um, and actually look, guys, I don't know if you guys know, but October 27th, sunset, Louisiana, there's this, uh, there's this independent promotion called action packed wrestling and Al snow will be there as a special guest. So, um, I'm, I, it, it's kind of sucks cause it's on the same day as a McNeese home game, mm-hmm. but I'm going. I got to meet Al Snow. I got to yeah. meet the man behind it all. And well, that card looks amazing. It, it, dude, that card looks stellar. Well, I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I'd love to go that day too. I'm also because uh, LSU was actually off that week, but I know mm. that because that is the same day I am officiating my best friend's wedding. Oh, well, there you oh, go. Oh, really? There you October go. Twenty seventh. You're gonna yes. get them to say the do's and the whatnots. I will be the uh, the grand facilitator. <laughs> wow, yes. nice. Yes. The first time I ever done that. Maybe the last time. I don't know. With uh, with the power invested I, in you uh, and all that I, stuff. I, I I have the power to uh, marry people legally in uh, wow. in, in, in the parishes of St. Landry in Louisiana and Calgary. Oh, parish dude, in Louisiana. So yeah, give it. Give uh, me some anybody love else? Sorry, can't help you. Uh, wow. But you know, if you live in those two parishes, uh, I'll be able to help you. Hopefully soon. I uh, ordered my my documents. I just got to go register with the clerk of courts office yeah. in those. Uh, Holy cow! So parishes. if you so if you want an uh, an average Mark's themed wedding, <laughs> uh, we're gonna I, 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 just, I show up. I say what I got to say, and I leave. I don't decorate. <laughs> I don't. You know that that's the wedding planner. Patrick's job. not staying around for the after party uh, unless there's free booze. Okay, free booze. I'll stick around. Well, usually hey, there, there is. There you go. Free booze and free food and uh, free bridesmaids. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking around for that. Living the gimmick. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> All right, so we got tons of stuff to talk about. Let's get into it, man. Yeah, last night obviously was the big all-in, mm-hmm. uh, I guess you call it a pay-per-view event is is what it was. Yep. A lot of things happened here. We're going to go, uh, of course, Casey's the only one that has seen it so far. I mean, I've seen the results. i kind of seen some discussions about it. I'm going to wait till it gets on the New Japan World to so really watch it and fully analyze it. So I'll have my full... Uh, analysis of it maybe next week if uh, yeah. I don't know when they're going to drop it on New Japan but Casey's here Casey's seen the whole thing Casey's been ranting and raving around about it before we got on the air saying how amazing of a show it's been so let's start at the top here with a zero hour the first match was Frankie Kazarian and Scorpio Sky defeating the Briscoe brothers Jay and Mark via pinfall 12 minute 35 second match there <laughs> Talk about that match a little bit, Casey. What did you see in that match? Well, it, I mean, obviously, both of these teams are, are decorated. I mean, come on. The Briscoes are nine-time Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. They're no joke. They're the real deal. Uh, and I, I got to I gotta love it. I love SCU. Uh, you know, SCU, is that's my thing. But um, I love both teams here, man. Of course, uh, they're, they're going to put on a great match, and they did put on a great match. Uh, I got to say, though, you know, SCU picking up the win over the Briscoes here really surprised me because I – I didn't expect them. I, 
and maybe they're not. Maybe I'm just looking too far into it as a as a an average mark, if you will. Yeah. But um, maybe maybe they're going SCU versus uh, the Briscoes for the titles next. Maybe mm-hmm. they're not, and the SC, SCU is just getting the win here because they're good friends of the Young Bucks. But if that's where they're going next, I'd be completely fine because they put on a great match here. And actually, funny enough, this match uh, was one of the pre-show matches. Obviously, got more got more time than the uh, the main event actually mm-hmm. got. So well, that's something right there. Well, uh, you know, what was I going to say now? Oh, I was I was getting ready to go to the next match. I was th- thinking ahead here. Ron, yeah. you got anything? Yeah, on? I got something. Um, every time I look at the Briscoes, I think just what Cruz thinks. Man, they must stink. Yeah, no, they <laughs> look like. If, if, if I got a weak stomach, they look homeless. Yeah, yeah, they do. That's funny because I was I was fixing to say what Chicago uh, dumpster they crawl out before the match, but uh, please don't beat me up, guys. <laughs> Let's throw that out they there. They might find you. Yeah, um, but I got such a weak stomach. If I was ever put in a headlock by one of those dudes, I'm pretty sure I'd vomit all over the mat. Yeah, uncontrollably. Yeah, they. It looks like they live in like this random part of whatever county they're in, <laughs> just like ducked off in this, these woods. And the government's tried to come take it. They. It looks like they live in like a travel RV that's <laughs> run down. And the government's tried to come and kick them out, but they beat they beat them up every time. So yeah. they they kind of just thrown their hands up and they're like, we'll leave them. We'll leave them be. Almost like uh, the movie Wrong Turn with Elijah Dushku. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that name very, very well. <laughs> know that name very, very well. I learned about her in uh, was it Bring It On? Ah, yes. In Bring It On with Kirsten Dunst. Oh boy, what a hold up! Is that the cheerleader movie? Yes, it is the cheerleader. You movie. watch that? Yeah. Okay. Why not? I'm just saying, Casey, you watch that? Did, did you? Did What's I, that? Did you bring it on? Did? Yeah. I mean, when I was younger, yeah. Okay. But I mean, I also had a crush on one of the girls in the movie. Yeah. Well, maybe might have been Elijah Dushku. Uh, well, she the brunette. It was the one that I think our, it was, was the like new the, chick? Um, the new yeah, chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Elijah yeah. Dushku. Yes, that's okay. who we're talking okay. about. Well, okay. Maybe, yep. yes. maybe I'm I don't blame you then. Thing. I don't know. I mean, look, I know it's, it's it's a chick movie for cheerleaders, I yeah. guess, in a way. But you know, hey, you're looking girls, and thought maybe I'd see some boobies in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched it. Why not? We're, we're completely off topic here already. Yes. So I was. That's uh, what we do best, though. But I know we're, we're say, all in. I know what I was. <laughs> I, I know what I was going to say before I lost my train of thought. I thought I was going to move on to the next one, but I have my all in scorecard here from. PW oh yes, scorecard. you do. So uh, so far, not doing too well. I picked the Briscoes <laughs> to win that match, and they did not. But I did get the pinfall, so I got three points out of that. So nice. I'm trying to follow along here as we go through the match to see how well I did. I already know the over the over budget battle royal did not do well in either. So uh, speaking of, that was the other uh, zero hour. Match now, Casey. How did this match? Was it like they all started in the ring together? Um, honestly, this was the only match on the entire card I did not get a chance. Oh, to you didn't see. Get to see it? I did. Yeah, I did. Uh, unfortunately, I was driving from my house to uh, to my buddy's house, who I was watching it with, and I didn't get to see any of it, unfortunately. But from from what I heard, it was kind of a unique style uh, as to as to how they started. But um, of course, I I initially thought. Uh, Brian Cage was going to be the superstar in this match because he's, he's yeah, Brian he's freaking Cage. He's the machine. He is, and um, but it ended up being that uh, I, I kind of looked at the uh, at the card and who was going to be in the match, and then I kind of thought Punishment Martinez. I'm a huge Punishment Martinez fan, and I kind of thought he might win. But then I really sat back and thought, and I said, you know what? You know who's not announced for the uh, over budget battle royal, and who's not on the card, but I think might be by the end of the night was Flip Gordon. And mm-hmm. Brian and I, my co-host on, on my show, actually both picked Flip Gordon to win the Battle Royal, and that's who ended up winning to yep. go on to wow. face Jay Lethal mm-hmm. in the, in the, um, on the main card. So that was pretty cool. 
Yeah, once again, I did not do so well. I picked Punishment Martinez to win. And, See, uh, if it wasn't Flip, that would have been my pick. Mm-hmm. I picked Punishment Martinez to go on and win, then beat Jay Lethal, and then, you know, Cruz was like, or Breen was like, uh, so you, you're picking him to be a double champ? Hell yeah, why not? It's all in. Like it's all, never, He's all in. You never know what could happen. I mean, hey, this was like yeah. one of, this is the most hyped wrestling event probably in years, at least yeah. the most hyped non-WWE event in years. And I was like, hey, look, anything, I, I fully expect anything to happen here at, at this, which you know, we're gonna get into a couple of more surprising things that happen as we go along here. So yeah. let's go now to the main card. Mm-hmm. First match was Matt Cross. Oh, he- bef- before we get into the main card, okay, because obviously we had talked last week about the possibility of CM Punk showing up. Oh yeah, we gotta do the Facebook. Yeah, poll. which we we sent out a Facebook poll yeah. and it got hella votes. How many votes did it get? Uh, one thousand seven hundred plus. Oh yeah, wow, nice. Yeah. Uh, and people were going nuts. Oh, yeah. And for all you <laughs> smarks out there that were saying, who cares? He's not relevant. Yeah, you still voted because I hit the votes and I saw your name in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Punks. Yeah. Punks. But uh, so essentially, and I'm pretty sure you guys are going to be able to, to, to get this, but uh, yeah. 75% of the people that voted said yes or no. No. I'm, I'm going to say no because I voted no. Yeah. I, voted, I also voted yeah, no. Yeah, it was a resounding success was, for the was, no vote. It was so like, like I didn't. I wanted to hit yes so bad. I did I, hit yes. Well, because I wanted it so bad. I wanted it so bad. I wanted to hit yes, but my gut was like, it's just. I think it's. It just made so much sense. And I, did you see the picture of the line of people that were waiting? Oh my to gosh! Him at Pro yeah. Wrestling yeah. Tees? It, it was unheard of. I saw it on Reddit. I mean. Now, I remember back in 2011, me and Brink went to uh, the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view in New Orleans. And that morning, this is, of course, when Punk was still with WWE. He was mm-hmm. doing like a meet and greet at um, was it a Target or it was a store or something like that. And we showed up at this store at about, I think, 11 a.m. that morning. And when I tell you, the line outside that place was absolutely ridiculous. We didn't yeah. even... We saw that line and immediately said, we're not getting in line. We're going to be here all day. Like, there's no way. So yeah. we actually... Walked into the store and walked around, maybe in hopes we'd see him. We actually came within about five feet of him because nice. when he walked through a side door, we were literally like an aisle over and saw him <laughs> you, walk You in. were shopping for shirts, and here comes Paul. We were just browsing, walking around, just killing time. We were in New Orleans for the pay-per-view, <clears> and we were just killing time. And sure enough, he walked in. And I tell you what, my first thought when I saw him was like, holy cow, he is much bigger in person than he yeah. appears to be on TV. He, he mm-hmm. And he looks like he's slimmed down a whole lot from the pictures I saw. It, it looks like he's probably a crisp, like, 175 now. Yeah. He lost a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. Had to get in that UFC shape. Yeah. yeah. Well, most of that weight's in all the swelling up in his face. <laughs> yeah. Get, get beat down in the <laughs> UFC. Ba-da-bum. So, uh, you know, now we can go to the main court? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm all sorry, right. Patrick. So, the first match, Matt Cross defeated Maxwell Jacob uh, Friedman. Say it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, often just referred to as um, MJF. That MJF. yeah. They, um, look, both of these guys. Cross is uh, has been on the Indies for a long time. He's he's a he's an established vet on the Indies. They, they love him there. MJF is a is a, uh, a young guy, up and comer. He's only twenty two years old, and he but he's already been wrestling for three years. So them getting the chance to be on this all in card was huge for both of them. One being an established vet really getting his name out there and one being the young up-and-comer who could possibly be in WWE's developmental system in the next few years. Mm-hmm. So this was this was really it made for a really good story. You know, it was kind of like a student versus teacher but not really because they had never met before. So it was like let me it was like the old guy showing the young buck, no pun intended, like let yeah. me show you how it's done. Let me show you how you, how you do it. And it ended up Matt Cross ended up pick the vet ended up picking up the win here 
but um, MJF got a really good showing. It was really good for both of them. Honestly, it, this was I couldn't have picked a better match to really kick off the main card. It was mm-hmm. perfect. That's good. And speaking of kicking off the main card, I heard there was like crazy streaming issues at first, and they finally ironed themselves out with the Matt Cross match about in the middle of it. Did you see any of those streaming issues? Yeah, I, I had some early on. Mine weren't as major as some people were making it out to be. Like some people were saying theirs crashed completely. They had to close the app. Mine would just buffer for about 30 seconds, and then it would play for about two or three minutes, buffer again, and play, and so on and so forth. But that, eventually it worked through. Was that through Fight TV? Or? Yeah, that was through Fight TV. Because I remember when uh, they had Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor back in New Orleans, you know, I tried to get on the stream via, I think, a Ring of Honor, uh, mm-hmm. the Honor Club. And uh, there were some streaming issues there. I remember. Yeah. So. I remember but, hearing about that, but I was live for that one. But I remember seeing. I remember seeing on like while I was checking the sites and stuff that they were saying it was it, it, the stream was terrible. Mm-hmm. But you think Fight TV would have their stuff ironed out by now? I mean, who who do you think you were showing a Podunk uh, event in Kansas? You know, backwards right. Kansas. Why got to be in Kansas? This was. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> It could be Podunk anywhere. Yeah, Podunk right. anywhere. An event where twenty three people are showing up live and nobody's yeah. watching the stream. Uh-huh. I mean, come on, this is freaking all in. I mean, it could have been the heavy traffic. I mean, that's, that's hey, well, it is. But you, <laughs> you got to get the the extra servers. You got to you you got to play for the future. Fight TV. Mm-hmm. I'm just a little salty because they didn't sponsor us. That's yeah. what it's really coming down to. Yeah. There you go. They don't, real recognizes real fight. Come on, <laughs> so, come on. All right, so the second match was uh, Stephen Amell and Christopher Daniels, and I tell you what, Cruz, you were so lucky that I did not put actual money on this <laughs> match because Cruz <laughs> swore up and down that Amell was going to win this fight, but not to be. Christopher Daniels defeated Stephen Amell via pinfall. Special referee there was a uh, Jerry Lynn. Yes, that, yeah, that was cool to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, look, I actually had I actually had Stephen Amell winning this match too. I thought. I thought he was going to win because if there's anybody on this card that is so established that it would not hurt them at all to drop a win to Stephen Amell, who is actually crazy talented in that ring. Let's not let's not get that twisted. He he is really good in there. But um, I thought Christopher Daniels would have no problem dropping it. But also, I do want to say Christopher Daniels is one of the most underrated wrestlers of all time. I oh, think I, I think mm-hmm. he he is he should be in the conversation for one of the best, and he never is. But this match was this match was honestly really good. Uh, there was no bad match on this card to me. The the entire card was just phenomenal. It was stellar. Every match I was I just kept thinking like, okay, they can't do that much more to really step up. And every time it just seemed like they stepped up and stepped up and stepped up. Mm-hmm. And this was a good step up from the first match because yeah. this was pretty good. And again, I like Jerry Lynn being the special ref. Yeah, and once again, uh, you know. Listening to Cruz picked Stephen Amell to mm-hmm. win the match, and now I am about uh, over here so far, over uh. uh, four. But I'm looking ahead now. The next match was the Fatal Four Way Women's match: Tessa mm-hmm. Blanchard, Britt Baker, Chelsea Green, and Madison Rain. And uh, Tessa Blanchard came out on top. And I'm sorry that I missed this match due to the uh, special commentators that they had: Tennille Dish- Dashwood Hello. and uh, Mandy Leon. Oh. How you doing? So uh, I'll definitely keep an eye on that whenever it drops on New Japan World. Uh, but I did pick Tessa Blanchard to win this match. Got uh, to. She's now, a beast. Do you remember who took the fall in that match? Um, who please, took the please fall? Please say Chelsea Green. Please say Chelsea Green. <laughs> oh man, I don't think it was Chelsea well, Green. I, I, think I think it was Britt Baker. I think it was Britt Baker. Doctor Doctor Britt Baker. Doctor Britt Baker. I saw Which, it now. 
I'm, right. I'm a fan of everybody in this match. Oh, let's, yeah. let's 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 be honest. I'm a fan here. of pretty much all women in WWE. Yeah, to, to to you know to an extent, most of them based on their looks, some of them based on their wrestling, both some based some on both. both. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, certainly. All these four, yeah. Interesting little tidbit here. Uh, <laughs> Tennille Dashwood, formerly known as Emma, or and then Emmalina, and then Emma. Um, <laughs> she actually she used to date uh, Zack Ryder from WWE, yeah. mm-hmm. and then Zack Ryder actually left Emma for Chelsea Green, and now Zack Ryder's dating Chelsea Green. So it was it was kind of an interesting little, you know, little tidbit yeah. there. Holy, but holy um, folks. look. I, I read a lot about, I, you know, I went back and did research after. I stayed up till about 4 o'clock in the morning last night just doing research and just reading about stuff and uh, just seeing if my thoughts on this were kind of universally shared amongst the fan, uh, amongst the fan base. And a lot of people were saying that this match was was nice and crisp and, and it was awesome and it, it was a really good match, but it felt really sloppy and it felt really rushed at times. Mm-hmm. So I... Maybe that was just me putting a like putting the the expectations of that match on a pedestal, but to me, a lot of the parts felt sloppy and it felt rushed. It didn't feel very organized. It felt like they were rushed for time, which mm-hmm. I'm sure they were all yeah. night. But um, even the finish was kind of just like very um, out of nowhere, mm-hmm. and because it, it, it he counted the three. I remember when Tessa got the three count, and uh, I think it was Chelsea Green and. Um, and Madison Rain that came in to break up the pin, and they broke up the pin right after the three, and the music didn't play, and everybody was like, oh, okay, cool, and then the referee rang the bell, and then her music played, and we were like, um, oh, okay. So the match was over. We yeah. were. It was very confusing, mm-hmm. very confusing. We know the GorillaPosition.com posted the Sporting Nudes breakdown of like the whole thing, and they gave that match a C-. Ooh. Really? Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry, C+. Plus. C oh. Pl- oh, well, hey, there you go. I was I was always a C plus student in high school. So hey, it says uh, at the end it says a few, thumbs up for C plus. A few matches. botched spots and an abrupt finish hurt what would uh, what the building was expecting to be a fun match. Yeah, yeah. See, I I agree one hundred percent with that. Did they use weapons in that match? They did not. Yes, I said no on the, on the scorecard. <laughs> they did not. Uh, I don't know if you remember how many near falls there were. God, God no. Well, PW scorecards—they're not going to post there. They were because they uh, the all the PW scorecard people went. Yes, they were all in. So lucky. Um, they really? said due to some awesome. technical difficulties, they were not able to post the official results of their scorecards until they get back to I think I think they're from Vegas. Oh wow! So uh, they're they're going to be back there tomorrow. So I'm just trying to see if you remember anything, just to see where I stand now. Uh, for the I looked at the rest of the matches. For the rest of the matches, I got every single winner correct. So nice saying. Uh, wow, nice. Speaking of, uh, I don't know if we want to wait till the last one to talk about the NWA World Heavyweight Title match. You want to wait and skip over that and talk about that maybe last because that was a, kind of a big deal. I mean, I, sure, Wh- whatever you guys yeah, want to do, yeah, whatever. Well, let's go to the next match uh, after the NWA World Heavyweight Title match: Hangman Page and Joey Janela in a Chicago street fight. I yeah, these weapons in that one, huh? Yeah, th- man, this match was fun. This match was like full throttle from the start, and I. I Thoroughly enjoyed it. I'd I'd seen some stuff from Joey Janela. He's an indie he's an indie darling. Like guys love him and on the indies and he's good. And uh Penelope Ford, the the girl who comes out with him that accompanies him to the ring, A, she's gorgeous. Uh-huh. B, she's my future wife. And <laughs> and C, she's just she's just incredibly talented. It's like that, Yeah, that's her. So that's that's uh who, who's Are you looking at Penelope, Penelope Ford yeah, over there? Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford, yeah. She uh she can get it. <laughs> she can get it. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, well, no she actually got involved in the match at one point, and um, 
think I seen the sequence of this. Like Dude. she was doing that thing where Hangman kept trying to like I guess clothesline her or yeah. something. She'd been backwards. Yep. And that, that was that was pretty cool. I and then she ended up hitting sequence. a cross body from the top rope all the way to the outside to the mm-hmm. floor on the hangman and yeah, dude, she's really good, and um, I actually follow her on Instagram. I'm a big fan of hers. I've, I've followed her for a while now. What's her Instagram? <laughs> Penelope Ford. Now I'm going to go look up Penelope but, Ford um, on Instagram now. But no, dude, she's both of them are crazy talented. I'm a huge fan of Hangman, too. I, th- I think Hangman has come a long way from when he joined the Bullet Club in general, and uh, he's really been put on a, on a grand stage. And this match was really fun. There were some there were some crazy parts that kind of made me you know kind of want to cringe and close my eyes a little bit. Um, like there was one spot where they set up two tables right in front of the entrance ramp and, uh, hangman hit a, uh, running power bomb and threw Joey Janela mm-hmm. and he kind of missed the spot and didn't, he didn't go all the way. So they were scared he was going to land on the steps. Yeah. So that was kind of scary, but, but Joey Janela, you can tell he, he kind of works more of a hardcore style on the Indies sometimes. Yeah. And you can tell that he knows how to take these moves and how to take these bumps. And, and you can see just the, if you, if, if you know what you're looking for, you can see the slight turn in his body whenever he whenever he lands on something. You're like, okay, so that didn't hurt nearly as bad as it looked. Yeah. So he he's really good. Both of these guys are really good. And um, I actually had Joey Janela winning here. I thought that I thought that Hangman was going to give him the rub. Um, but Hangman Page got the win here. And if any of you are big fans of being the elite like I am, because I watch it, we got the return. Of Joey Ryan. Oh, nah. Joey Ryan returned. He he is back from the dead. Oh, and um, it was is he it was the new Undertaker now or what? <laughs> well, okay, so I <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this up to the um, I'm gonna leave this up to the fans and go find it. Um, we all know what Joey's gimmick is. Joey Ryan's gimmick is yeah. So he actually returned in an Undertaker esque style. Ooh. And um, instead of um, what are the what are the guys called that um, that would show up whenever Undertaker would come back and they would carry uh, the, the torches? What do they call it? The minions? No, not the not the minions. Uh. That's a that's a Disney movie. Uh, oh man, with the, with the hoods and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, tor- the torches and I don't remember yeah. their name. The druids. The, dru- the druids. druids. Yeah, there you go. That's what it is. They kind of had that, but instead and and excuse me for saying it, but instead of druids, it was just guys dressed up in giant penis costumes. <laughs> I did see that picture. <laughs> I yes. did see that picture. I was thinking, what the hell? Is and they, they lined up the ramp, and Joey Ryan's music hit, and he returned, and he went through the middle of them. God, dude, <laughs> it you, was. So you mean to tell me that there was big, giant penises, but no boobs? Oh, come on. Yeah, I know. But, dude, it was. <laughs> we were we were cracking up, dude. It was so funny. I did see that picture, and I'm thinking, uh, like, and I, I, didn't, I, I, I didn't, there was no context or anything. It was just the picture, and it was all these dudes lined up on the. On the I was like, oh what is, my god! I was like, what? What is going on here, dude? It was hilarious, and um, you know, I'm glad to see Joey Ryan back. I, I mean, he, he he didn't really go anywhere. He was still working, you know, around on the indie scene, still doing his stuff. But um, it was good, man. And a lot of if you are a big fan of being the elite, like I am, a lot of big storylines came to fruition last night. So it was it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I know Cruz is a huge being yeah. elite. I think Brink Brink might uh, I know he's a fan of it. I don't know if he watches it as much as. Cruz, Cruz is all over that stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, so Sporting Nudes gave that match B plus. Is that fair? Yeah, actually, yeah. I mean, dude. Okay, so other than the Fatal Four Way uh, Women's match, which I didn't think was terrible by any means, but it could it had room for improvement. C plus, I think, is perfect. Nothing is, in my opinion, should get below a C plus mm-hmm. on this entire show. Yeah. The Uh-oh. the entire show was so good. Now you were talking about Hangman Page. I've become a huge fan of Hangman Page too. I watched him in the G one. And, yeah. Uh, also, 
He was the one that had the match. Was it with uh, Kota Ibushi at Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor? Yes. Yes, they oh, had a really man. great match. Yes. God, dude, that was good, too. That's I forgot I really about that, man. I a fan of Hangman Page. Yeah, that was good. I remember that now. Uh, all right, so the next match was the uh, Ring of Honor World Heavyweight title. Jay Lethal defending against Flip Gordon, who won the over-budget mm-hmm. battle royal. Uh, I saw the ending of that match. Uh, I did see the clip of the ending, but uh, take us through how, how that match went out. Well, you know, it was this was a fun match. Um, Jay Lethal came out as Black Machismo. Ooh, so, yeah. dude, that was... Give it to me. Uh, oh, man, I don't know if I can do it. Uh, ooh, yeah! There well, you that go. That's pretty good. All right, all right, there Better you go. Me. That's that's the only time you're gonna get that one. But um, he came out as Black Machismo, dude, and it was it was it was crazy seeing him as Black Machismo. You know, being a huge fan of, because honestly, let, let's be a hundred percent honest here. I knew who Black Machismo was before I knew who Randy Savage was. I saw Black Machismo, Jay Lethal as Black Machismo, and I said, "You're so young." I said, "Well, at least I wasn't born in 2007." Oh, but, snap! But but. I I saw Black Machismo and I'm like, man, I gotta know why this guy is like acting this way. I love this character. And finally, they mentioned Liz, and finally they mentioned Randy Savage. And I was like, who the heck is Randy Savage? Oh, so I man. went and found Randy Savage. And ever since then, dude, man, I've <laughs> I've obviously touched up on Maurice. That that was like 2008 or so. Mm-hmm. So that was a long time ago. Yeah. But um, but no, dude, this was a fun match. He came out as Black Machismo. Um. Flip Gordon came out with Brandy Rhodes because him and Brandy Rhodes are friends. Yeah. And so uh, Black Machismo kept doing this thing where he would leave out of the ringside or, or leave out of the ring and go ringside. And he'd go grab Brandy. He's like, you stay right here. You don't move. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and so finally Brandy got in the ring and she's like, she's like, Jay, I am not Liz. Like, stop treating me like I'm Elizabeth. <laughs> and so finally she tapped him on the shoulder again and he went back to Jay Lethal. And him and Flip Gordon went back and had their match. Uh-huh. And then Lanny Poffo was actually ringside. Uh, Randy Savage's brother mm-hmm. was ringside with Jay Lethal. And um, he eventually tapped Jay Lethal on the shoulder again, turned him back to Black Machismo. <laughs> now, this match this match was really good. I really enjoyed this match. Flip, Flip Gordon is a hell of a worker, don't get me wrong. The only thing that I did not like about this match is that Jay Lethal hit three top rope elbows like consecutively. He hit an elbow, went outside, hit another one, went outside, hit another one, and Flip Gordon still kicked out. Mm-hmm. That was I that I I kind of just lost it after that. I was like, "Man, I get it. You know, it's a big stage, big match. You don't kick out after that. No. You don't kick out after three top rope elbows. It, mm-hmm. That's just the psychology part of me well, that I really mean, wanted the, to see it." In the 1980s you didn't. People are kicking out of the DDP uh, the DDT. You know, back when Jake the Snake did that, yeah. it, it was done. You you were over. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that is true. Now, I don't know. I just, I, I, I just felt it as if you're playing the Black Machismo character, and that was Randy Savage's finish. That's how he put guys away. Yeah. You know, even the big guys. Um, I thought, I thought two at max would be like, oh, he's done. And then when he hit that third one, I said, okay, this is the finish. And then he kicked out, and I'm like, okay, but where do, you, where do they go from there? But it was still a good match. I still, I still thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Flip Gordon, I think, is a superstar. He's or is, is going to be a superstar. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a great he's, name. I love his name. That's yeah, and he's name. going. He's going a long way in this business. He's he's going to be a big star. Mm-hmm. So then, at the end, Bully Ray came out, huh? Yeah, Bully Ray came out and uh, attacked both of them. Uh, kicked Lanny Poffo uh, below the belt. Um, <laughs> in the beans and franks. Yeah, in the beans and franks. And then um, Colt Cabana came out and made the save. Um, I think there were. No, that was it. Okay, I, was about to say, I thought there was somebody else that came out and make this that made the save. Maybe I'm I'm just forgetting. It was a long night, but uh, it ended up it was Lanny, uh, not Lanny Poffo, uh, Colt Cabana, 
Flip Gordon and Jay Lethal all put Bully Ray through a table got after Bully Ray got the table. So that that was a good little spot. And you know, let the crowd be happy. Nice. So they gave that uh, that match a B. Fair. That's fair. Okay. That's fair. The uh, the next match was Kenny Omega and uh, it says here Penta L Zero M, but I know it's Pentagon Junior. <laughs> so talk to us a little bit. I know what happens. I know who wins. I know how it finishes and whatnot. I know what happens after the match. But take us first through the match, Casey. Okay, so I literally wrote down in my notes right here, my first sentence is, I mean, what do you want me to say? It's Kenny Omega. Yeah, <laughs> It's yes, it Kenny is. freaking Omega, dude. I mean, this guy, I, I remember when they announced this match. I said, are you kidding me? We're getting Kenny and Pentagon? Like, I, I wasn't excited about it. And then as it got closer, I, you know, I kind of got a little more excited. And uh, Kenny just, he, you know, they did it. And not don't let me just give all the credit to Kenny. Pentagon is phenomenal by all means. This was actually the first Pentagon match I'd ever seen. I'd never seen a Pentagon match up until this point. And they are phenomenal. They they both did a great job. A um, lot of close falls. Lot of Pentagon had the crowd right here. Right here in the palm of his hand. Mm-hmm. Had him right there. Every time, I, I don't remember what exactly it was, but he did this little hand gesture and um, the crowd knew exactly what he was talking about because every time he did it, you could hear all 10,000 plus doing it with him. Nice. And it was, you know, this crowd was fantastic, too. And this match between these two, like I said, Kenny did it again. He blew me away again. Pentagon did it. He blew me away. Um, Honestly, this was probably, I I might say it's it's hard to say what was the best match on the card. Mm -hmm. But if if I'm looking at it, this was probably the best match on the card. It was pretty dang good. Uh, a A lot of good spots. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, I'll mention it in a second, but um, a lot of good spots to the outside. Good high flying. You know, Pentagon, he looks like a bigger guy. Guy can fly, man. Yeah. He can go. So, um, overall, dude, this match was phenomenal. Kenny delivers every single time. I actually really... Best bout machine right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, honestly. And honestly, if I'm being 100% honest, I had, I had Kenny losing here. Because oh, I, I thought there was, but only because I thought there was going to be interference during yeah. the match. Well, I could understand because, you know, when we were filling out our scorecards, I was saying, well, it's a non-title match. Exactly. So I, because it was a non-title match, I could see it. But I was like, well, let, let's remember who's booking these matches. Right. Kenny Omega's going to win the match. Right. And so I just knew, I know that WWE is talking to Pentagon. I know that they've had talks with Pentagon. So I kind of thought maybe with everybody kind of knowing that and that being out there in the open... Maybe Kenny would let him win, yeah, or maybe they would book him over and yeah, give him a little momentum going into that signing if it's if it does so happen. But regardless, I'm not I'm not surprised by the finish at all. I think I think Kenny is definitely the best wrestler in the world. Oh yeah, for for a long time I argued AJ Styles and I could still argue AJ Styles, but Kenny right now I think is the best wrestler in the world. And uh, Pentagon put on a hell of a match with him. It was. It was by far one of my favorites on the night. Well, we're going to get to argue that coming up in a little bit when we talk about the PWI 500, which, of mm-hmm. course, Kenny is number one on, on that yep, list. Right. And, you know, no argument for me there. But, uh, and, but, you know, we were talking about how this might have been the best match of the night. Uh, the biggest star at the show, without a doubt, in my opinion, Kenny Omega. So mm-hmm. the biggest star yeah. in the show in this match, you know, a lot of attention. It doesn't matter who they would have put against Kenny Omega. This match... You know, even if they put garbage Nick Aldis in this match. No! No, Nick Aldis would have messed it up. You could have put him against Don't a 12-year-old girl, and he yeah. would have, oh, well, we can't do that again. 
I, I love the way Sporting News put this. They put the crowd was ultra hot for this rare meeting between the two of the best wrestlers in the world, and their lofty expectations may have been exceeded by this excellent bout. They gave now, it an A. Now, yeah. check this out. This was a, this was I, I found this, and I, I was looking at the the duration of these matches, and I was thinking, holy cow, I may have gotten some of these answers right on the dot here. So for Kenny Omega and Pentagon Jr., I predicted a 26-minute match. And then for uh, Okada and Skrull, I predicted a 17-minute match. Well, those times were literally flipped as uh. Kenny and Pentagon went 17 minutes and Okada and Skrull went 26 minutes. No way. Dude, I, look, you can't make this up. I uh. mean, I, I, I would have gotten four extra total points on if had I just flipped those two times, yep. yeah. those two matches. Literally... The complete opposite. So I'm kind of like want to punch my laptop for that, but <laughs> it's okay. No, no biggie. No biggie there. So, but uh, Omega defeats Pentagon. The next match, which is the one I just mentioned, Okada uh, defeated Marty Skrull in uh, what was the longest match of the night. They actually went over their time, from what I hear. Huh? Yeah. Uh, actually, real quick, I forgot to mention Chris Jericho. Oh yes, Chris mm. Jericho. Right after the match. Okay, so the lights went out, and the light, the lights had gone out earlier in the night. Whenever uh, Joey Ryan returned. Yeah. So we're all freaking out. We're watching. We're like, okay, who is it? My buddy Ryan is saying, is it CM Punk? Is it CM Punk? And we're like, it's not CM Punk. It's, it's CM Punk's not going to happen. And so, if it were to happen, what it, a, what a I, moment I, though. I, I told, I told, I told my buddy Ryan. I said, if it's CM Punk right now, I will walk outside of your front door and I will streak naked down your street. <laughs> I swear, I will do oh, it. Oh well, I wish it would have been CM That'd Punk been awesome. just for just for that. Well, spoiler alert: it wasn't CM Punk. But then when it came back on. Whenever the lights came back on, the lights were out. You know, the, the commentators played it off well. They're like, oh, we're having some technical. Can we get the lights back on? And finally, the lights came back on. They're like, thank you. And Kenny's still standing there in the ring and he throws his hands up. He's like, thank you for getting the lights back on or whatever. And Pentagon's still laying there on the ground. And I said, I looked at my buddy Ryan. I said, that's not Pentagon. And he goes, what are you talking about? It's Pentagon. And I said, uh uh-uh. uh. And then he ran over and he attacked, attacked Kenny. He's like, see, he's just being a poor sport. I said, look, his tattoos on his arms. And then he hit the code breaker. And I'm like, there he is. And it was, I actually called Chris Jericho showing up. I just thought he was going to show up in the main event mm-hmm. and attack Kota Ibushi to set up something for them later on down yeah. the road. Mm-hmm. But um, this, I, I, I'm, I wrote this down. I'm hoping this is strictly done to set up or to help further along the match they're having on the cruise. Yeah. Because I don't want them to renew their rivalry in New Japan right now because they're both champions. Yeah. So there'd be no point. And in a match of that caliber, you know, I, I expect, I fully expect Omega to have that belt until Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, whether or not Chris Jericho has the IWGP Intercontinental Belt until Wrestle Kingdom yet to be determined, but you know if you do if they do a match like that, I don't think they will. Where you have the Intercontinental Champion versus the IWGP Heavyweight, you know, champion, you do that at a Wrestle Kingdom, right? So, although I just uh, you know, and the, I think there's bigger money matches mm-hmm. than than, oh, yeah. than that because we've already seen yeah. that was the big one of the big selling points, um, especially with Jericho coming over from WWE. Yeah. My question to you guys. Is for the longest time Jericho refused to do anything non WWE in the states, mm-hmm. and that's why he went to Japan and was okay doing Japan there because it wasn't yep. in the states. Mm-hmm. Why is he so comfortable doing all in? Are we seeing Jericho kind of switch to where he's kind of doing what is best for him and not what's best for WWE now? Well, you know, like you said, th- this is Jericho's cruise, right? Yeah. So I, I think had he uh you know have had he not had have this cruise or whatever going on he wouldn't have shown up i think this was strictly for his for the cruise, cruise for the cruise yeah I, I, more no, no, nothing more nothing less you know just to kind of help his cruise out which I, I mean i don't think really honestly doesn't even need that much help but 
if you're going to do it, you might as well do it on a stage like All In where, you know, obviously the wrestling world was watching with the exception of me. And uh, <laughs> so that, it was strictly for the crews. I think, you know, other than what, last night, you won't see Jericho do anything that's non-WWE in the States, maybe yeah. ever. And I don't think Vince McMahon sees All In cutting into WWE's business at all. No. Because, I mean, all. it's not like they're an organization. They may have... Hell, I think, yeah, I even saw something a while back. You know, Vince apparently was would have called them to say, hey, you should yeah. do this show in September because September is the worst month to promote you know, a wrestling event. And they did it on reason. the first day of September and sold out in 30 minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. less than. So, uh, so apparently, I don't know if Vince was willing to at least maybe give him some advice or something, you know, along the... You know, I'm, pretty sure he, he, I'm pretty sure Jericho called Vince and said, hey... I want to go to this all-in thing. I'm pretty sure he got his blessings. I mean, but you he know what? He doesn't want to burn his bridges I mean, with WWE. Oh, he doesn't, you, but... When you guys go back and watch it, you'll hear they said the words WWE or the letters WWE on commentary so many times. Mm-hmm. Vince doesn't care. Mm-mm. He heard WWE. Every time he heard WWE on there, all he heard was cha-ching, yeah. cha-ching, mm-hmm. cha-ching, every time. And so yeah. seeing Jericho over there, everybody knows Jericho from WWE. Yeah. So he said, well, yeah, I'm going to send one of my greatest wrestlers of all time over there and... Well, not necessarily send them, but yeah, sure, go ahead. And so he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. He's fine. Yeah. No, yeah. See, Vince, that right now with the amount of money Vince is making, there's nothing that can... Their work. stock is so high right now, too. Oh, their yeah. stock was at an all-time high. They, So many of the company officials just sold off so many of their stocks mm-hmm. for millions and millions of dollars. They're Yeah, they're not hurting by any means. No, not at all. So... Uh, so Okada defeats Girl. Did we really dive into that match? Or? No. no, not yet. And you know, honestly, this was I'm 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 not even looking off my notes anymore. But um, this match was one of the best uh, David and Goliath stories I've seen in a wrestling match ever. Mm-hmm. And it's you know a lot of people might think that Marty and a lot of these guys in New Japan don't really have a size difference, but Marty is a good. 175 maybe Okada's a good 235 yeah, in the, uh, the junior heavyweight he's a junior heavyweight yeah. and so that's exactly why I had Okada winning here um, because I didn't think that I don't think a lot of a lot of people look at New Japan and the way New Japan wrestles nowadays and they think oh that's the new style that's the new way New Japan is very old school mm-hmm. New Japan has been doing the same thing for a long time yeah and I think that they're still so old school not that it hurts them by any means but they are not ready for a junior heavyweight to go in and disrupt their heavyweight division the way that whole system is. So if Marty would have beat Okada here, even though it's not in Japan and it's not in New Japan and it's on U.S. soil, that would have been, in my mind, detrimental to their whole heavyweight system. And it would have been like, well, if a junior heavyweight can beat a heavyweight, why can't I? Why can't the junior heavyweights go for the heavyweight title? And it would have just caused an uproar. So. I think Okada had to win here, but yeah, this is the match that went over by I think twelve minutes. Mm-hmm. So um, this is the match that actually really hurt the uh, the main event time yeah. wise. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Okada did win that match. And speaking of the main event, the last match before we get back to the NWA World Heavyweight Title match, uh, the Golden Elite, Cody Ibushi, Matt Jackson, and Nick, Nick Jackson defeated Bandito Phoenix and Rey Mysterio. And look, I, when I saw that match, you know, announced, I said, "Rob." off the top of my head, that's going to be maybe the most fun match to watch all night because, I mean, you got the Young Bucks, you got yeah. Bushi, you got Rey Mysterio. I don't know too much about, about Bandito and Phoenix, but... Well, I Bandito, mean, actually, I was asking around, but real quick, hey, what did what did they give, what did they rate uh, Okada and Skrull? Did they give that uh, a rating? Yeah, B. A B? Oh, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I just thought it was a really good storyline for them. 
with the whole David and Goliath thing because nowadays you see a brain buster, you don't really you don't really think anything about it. Marty had been struggling and struggling and struggling all match to even lift Okada. And finally there was just there's just this one moment in the match where he snapped and just picked Okada up and dropped him with a brain buster and the entire crowd literally jumped to their feet. I've never seen a, an arena of people pop that hard for a brain buster. Nice. It, it blew my mind. It it blew my brain. It busted my brain. But um, the brain buster wasn't even performed on it, you. And, yeah. and and it just residual. It was mm-hmm. there. But um Crap, I lost my train of thought where we were. Um Talking Okada's girl? No, uh, where we were, we had we had moved on. We'd moved on. Oh, uh, uh, junior, yeah, heavy. Bandito. I was I was yeah. talking about Bandito. I was asking my buddy Ryan. I said I said, do you know how old Bandito is? Like, if you had to take a guess, I asked him and my little brother. Shout out to my little brother BJ. And um, I asked him, and they said, oh, probably you know mid to late thirties. I said, yeah, that kid's twenty three. He's my age. Bandito. So, how Bandito. About that? He's a youngin man, and um. And and Ray Phoenix, no joke, he's established as well over in, in CMLL and you know AAA and all that. And uh, of course, everybody knows Ray Mysterio. If you don't okay. know Ray Mysterio, you just haven't done your history. If you, if I say first of all, if you don't know Ray Mysterio, you've never watched wrestling. Yeah, because Ray Mysterio has been Ray Mysterio. You know, me he, being a it, smaller guy, Ray Mysterio was my guy when I was growing up. You know, he started wrestling at sixteen, such a young age, and he's been wrestling for twenty plus years oh, now. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's arguably internationally the most widely recognized one of the most widely recognized pro wrestlers maybe yeah ever. i mean you show somebody a picture of him and they you'll they'll probably know him even mm-hmm. if they're not a huge fan or if they're yeah. not a fan at all mm-hmm. but uh and another thing is that he's been wrestling for 20 plus years and he's probably in the best shape of his career i know that and there's actually talks of you know he was on he's the on the wwe 2k19 yep so, and, you know, the last few years, anybody who's been featured on 2K19 signs a contract with WWE, and yep. they've been saying it's imminent, but you know, we haven't really... You know, I think I think it's going to happen. I, stuff. I think they were just waiting until um, until all-in happened, and I think he, he he wanted to finish out his dates that he had already um, made and everything. But, dude, this match, was, this match was pretty good. You know, for the allotted time they had, we knew it wasn't going to run long because of how close to the 10 o'clock hour it was when it started. Um, and actually there was this one spot where, um, Matt was doing something. He picked up one of the other guys from the other team and was going to Irish whip him. And you heard him say time to go home. And I was like, dang already. And it was like, man, they're finishing up like that quick. And so, um, it, it was a 12 minute match, give or take, I think 1144, 1144. And, um, but it felt so much longer because of all the stuff they accomplished and how quickly they accomplished it. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I got to meet Kota Ibushi and the Bucks at Supercard of Honor. All three super nice guys. Kota Ibushi was super happy that I went up to his table because nobody was at his table when I got there. But Wow. Um, I know. But I, he was right next to Kenny. So everybody yeah, yeah. was in oh, Kenny's man. line. Were, were you so, moist afterwards? What's that? Were you moist afterwards? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I Chris, met Kenny. Chris said he was too. I'm sure he was. <laughs> I met Kenny and I had my hand over my mouth when I walked up to him and he goes, are you going to throw up on me? And I said, no, no, no. I'm not going to throw up on you. I'm just really excited. He said, Okay, cool. Because you would be the second person today. Uh, <laughs> so I said, no, I won't do that. My but goodness, he's a he's a, he's a he's a superstar, dude. And we waited in line for almost three hours to meet him. His his line wrapped around the UNO Lakefront Arena three times. gum, dude. I, I'm he made some bank that night. He made oh, some yeah. coin, dude. You know but um, but dude, this main this main event, like I said, was really quick, really fast. But they accomplished so much in the allotted time they had. 
that it felt like it was so much longer. I feel like if they they were originally supposed to go 28 minutes, and I feel like if they would have gotten that 28 minutes, it probably would have been the best six-man tag team match you've ever seen in your entire life. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know if if anything would have topped it. I want to know who made the decision at freaking Fright uh, Fight TV that the biggest event that you're going to show possibly ever, you're going to put a time limit on it. Yeah, maybe more, maybe more, more it was just heat the, on uh, on Fight TV from from Mike here. I mean, maybe it, it was just, just the pay per view providers and not just Fight. Maybe it was the pay per view uh, providers that were selling the paper. I don't know, man. Maybe they paid for a certain amount of, of airtime and they were running short on the airtime. Well, at least they didn't do a WCW Halloween Havoc. That's uh, what I was fixing to say. <laughs> they went over and they kept wrestling. So at least they were aware of the situation and you know, you know. So at least they didn't, you know. Yeah. They weren't wrestling past the cutoff time. Yeah. So that, that's good there. And uh, Rey Mysterio came out with a pretty cool Wolverine gimmick. Yeah, Dude. I, did see, I did see that. That was pretty cool. Dude, I'm, Wolverine is actually my second favorite superhero. Spider-Man is definitely the first. Mm-hmm. But uh, Wolverine <laughs> is... He shows is, us the, the tattoo there on his, uh-huh. on his chest. He pulls yeah. his shirt down there a little bit. Yeah, uh, Wolverine is... He's he's bad. He's a bad man, dude. I loved me some Wolverine when I was younger. But uh, seeing Rey Mysterio come out, it reminded, me, it reminded me of him coming out as the Joker at WrestleMania 25. Mm-hmm. Um, his... Really, truly awesome mask that he had at um, was it Dominion for that six? Yeah, dude. The, the New Japan logos. Yes, on and everything. oh, that was, was that Dominion. Yeah, I think it was Dominion. I was thinking because uh, he fought at uh, the G One Finals. Uh, yeah, that's that right. He, but did. he was at Dominion. He wore that amazing. Oh, dude, that was uh, awesome, Japan man. Guitar. That was cool. I loved mm-hmm. that mask. But um, seeing Rey Mysterio there, just literally, 50, you know, 12, 13, 14 years after I first started watching him, and he's he's still flying better than these young guys. Oh, yeah. It just blows me away, man. This match, it was it was really good. It was awesome. I feel like if they would have had the allotted time, it would have been 20 times better. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this real quick, because we're mm-hmm. great at getting sidetracked here. That's yep. what we do. Yep. Um, what was your immediate feeling when Logan died? When Lo- uh, well, he's, he's still alive in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when you were watching the movie. Oh, man, it's been so long since I've seen that like, movie. Were you like, dude, they just killed him? How? Yeah, I kind of. It was kind of a WTF moment to me. I, <laughs> I threw my hands up and looked at looked at my fiance. Shout out to her too. I I, I looked at her. And I said, "What the heck? It's he's not supposed to die. He can't die. Yeah, he's invincible." And and he and yeah, he died. Spoiler alert: <laughs> Wolverine's yeah. dead. Well, that's an old movie, so I think yeah, yeah, dead to Casey. Yeah, so they they gave that match a. Uh, a minus. Wow. Wow. Uh, the I think, high praise for a match that, you know, they were kind of time, they had time constraints and constraints. Yeah, thanks and a lot, Fight TV. <laughs> no, the jerks. So if it got an, an A minus on a th- almost a third of the time, imagine what it would have gotten on I 28 know, minutes, like, man. I, was gonna say, I, I had a feeling that would be the most fun match it was to watch fun. because there, there's just always so much going on. I did see a few spots from that yeah. uh, match. It, has, was, it was really cool. I can't wait to watch the whole thing. Has Unc Dave came out with his ratings yet? No, he won't do that till Wednesday. Till Wednesday. That's what, what are you waiting do? on, Dave? That's what they do. That's when they do their wrestling of Dave. Show. I want to tell you how wrong this you guy. are on Twitter. Yeah, this guy. <laughs> God. Uh, we still have one more match to go over. That is the NWA World Heavyweight Title. Of course, uh, yes, Cody Rhodes defeated Nick Aldis in what was the actually uh, the second longest match of the night. I did see the finish to that match, and uh, you know, I, I just you know this whole pay per view really was built around this match because this was i think the first match that was officially announced uh you know could cody win the nwa world title just like his dad did many many moons ago and Mm -hmm. he did so uh casey tell us uh tell us about this match 
Wait, Patrick, before we do that, we had a call on our hotline. So if you want to leave us a take on anything that has to do with pro wrestling, you can always leave it on our hotline, and you can get that number by going to our website, AverageMarks.com, and hitting the contact page. Well, Byron Lewis Jr. sent us a message about this very match. Let's check it out. Yes, my name is Byron Lewis Jr. from Lake Charles, Louisiana. And my question is, what are your thoughts on Cody Rhodes being the first second-generation wrestler to win the NWA World Championship? Thanks. All right, Byron, thank you so much. And we're about to let you know what we think about Cody Rhodes taking the 10 pounds of gold. Uh, go ahead, Casey. Yeah, honestly, should have been the main event. Yeah, It should have been. Um Real quick, though, I, I did find out this little stat, um, this interesting little stat last night. We were just talking about Rey Mysterio, and I saw Shane Helms tweeted this last night. Uh, Shane Helms, otherwise known as the Hurricane or Gregory Helms, whichever. Uh, Shane Helms and Rey Mysterio are the only two men in professional wrestling history to wrestle at All In, WrestleMania, and WCW Starcade. Oh, snap. Wow. That, is, that, that just blows my mind, blows me away. That is, that is phenomenal. That is unreal. But, um, no, this match, look, I... I I think I'm on the same page as, as you over there, Mikey O. Is yeah. that uh, I, I'm not a I'm not a Nick Aldis fan at all. Yeah, screw him. Do not like Nick Aldis at all. Did um, uh, was it? But uh, didn't I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, did uh, yeah, Tim Storm? I saw. Yeah, a company Tim Storm was there. The I remember. The I remember my little brother um, told me that Tim Storm said he would be there, and I was like, oh, that'd be cool if Tim's if Tim's gonna be there. Maybe yeah. maybe he's like in the crowd or something, or he's backstage. And when he started walking out, I was like, "Oh my God, that's Tim Storm!" Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and it's crazy too. It's surreal mm-hmm. to be able to look at, you know, the history of the ten pounds of gold. I've held that championship in my hands, mm-hmm. and that's you know such a prestigious championship. And um, mm-hmm. it's crazy. I, I had Cody winning this match going into it because I thought it made the most sense. And um, this match was really good. They had a spot where Cody bled. I'm not sure if it was hard or if it was self induced or not. But um, it, overall, you know, Brandy Rhodes. Let me just let me shout out Brandy Rhodes real quick because <laughs> a she's another one of my future wives, mm-hmm. and b I don't know if Cody she, has anything to do with it. Uh, Cody can go off and do whatever else Cody he wants. Keep wrestling. Just yeah, yeah. Cody, Cody's running Get for whatever. But um, Cody, uh, Brandy Rhodes took a sick elbow drop from Nick Aldis. Like he, she covered up Cody Rhodes whenever she was trying to stop the match. And uh, Nick was on the top rope about to drop an elbow, and she was begging him to stop, and he did it anyways. And she covered Cody and took the blunt of that elbow drop, and it looked like she took it, dude. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, shout out to her. Brandy's never been one to shy away from taking the bumps. Mm-mm. What about that uh, that outfit she was wearing? That was, uh, was hey, kind of sparkly. Hey, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she nice. called me She called me before and said, hey, what do you think about this one? She, she FaceTimed me. I was about to say. She, yeah. I, about well, to say, she called me and I said, well. Call me, you better send me a I, picture, I said, girl. you got to FaceTime me. So she FaceTimed me and I said, yeah, that one's good right there. Yeah. And so. Um, <laughs> the only thing better than that would wore. be a birthday suit, girl. There you go. But uh, they also came out with their dog, Pharaoh. Uh-huh. That was pretty cool. Beautiful nice. dog, by the way. Um. I mean, Jeff Jarrett came out with uh with Nick Aldis, um, with Cody Rhodes. It was um, DDP, uh, Tommy Dreamer. He was wearing yeah. his Dusty Rhodes polka dot pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glacier from WCW yeah. came out with yeah. Glacier. Um, and they had the whole. It, it was a. It's a so random. Big old affair. They it had was a big fight match. feel. It, it really felt like a, a UFC or a boxing match. Uh-huh. You know the way they came out and yeah. uh, the way they made introductions and everything. And this was a this was a hard hitting. It felt like a really hard hitting match. Uh, Nick Aldis looked roided up, of course, and it, it was just 
it was really fun. You know, I, I go when when Cody left WWE, and it was probably because of what WWE had done with his character and what they had done with Stardust. I wasn't a huge Cody Rhodes fan anymore. Mm-hmm. And when he got on the Indies, I I wasn't a huge fan. You know, I wasn't. I didn't follow him that much. But yeah. him being in the Bullet Club and this transition that he's made with his character and literally becoming one of the best wrestlers in the world, I think. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Cody and I was yeah. a huge fan of this match and he made Nick Aldis look good and that's not easy to do. No. <laughs> so this was a really fun match. I really enjoyed it and the moment that you got to see Cody sitting there holding that belt and now we get the, the pictures of Cody and Dusty side by side holding the exact same championship. It, it, a wrestling fan, it, it, you know, it brings a, a it makes your makes your heart a little flutter a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was a nice moment. I talked to a guy this morning. He said when he when he woke up around four o'clock this morning, he saw that picture and he he shed a little man tear. Dude, yeah, it was. I saw that picture again this morning when I woke up and I said, "Man, that's what an awesome picture!" And it's 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 truly awesome. I'm happy for Cody, first ever second generation superstar to hold the championship when the previous generations mm-hmm. held it as yeah. well. Absolutely awesome. That was the you know one of the main storylines about yeah. this whole thing. Cody, you know, winning the same belt his dad did, yep. you know, many years ago. Sporting News gave it a B minus. Fair. Mm-hmm. B minus is fair. Now, and I want to echo something that Tim said in an interview here recently. Um, I don't know if this was the plan because you know I've given Billy Corgan some heat. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if this was a plan for a long time, but however it came together. This is not only magical, but this is genius for the NWA. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, Cody has built himself into one of the top wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. Now you have a guy who is not Nick Aldis, who has chops, who people can believe in as a legit champion holding your strap. Cody's going to bring the NWA back into prominence. I don't yeah. know what that's going to look like, but Cody Rhodes with the belt, not only on being... On being the elite, yeah, yep. NWA is going to be all over the world. Ring of Honor belt's going to show up there. New Japan, the belt's going to show up there. This belt's going to be in everybody's face. Yeah, this is absolutely amazing for the NWA. Well, I just want to say one thing. You know, uh, even though Nick Aldis lost, he still won because he got to go home to uh, Mickey James. Yeah, there you go. Who recently had nothing wrong with that? It was a nice, I mean, nice, nice picture we put on the uh, on the on the Facebook page there. I tell you what, Lord, I looked at that a few times. So but, uh, so now, I mean, what's going to happen with Nick Aldis? I mean, obviously, is this going to springboard him into maybe getting signed with Ring of Honor or New Japan? I don't know. I mean, I guess so. So they him and Cody time confused? Will time will tell. I don't know who's uh, you know, I, that's the thing about the uh, that I was wondering. Like, I guess he's going to defend it. He has to defend it. You know, I don't know if NWA they're not like they don't have like the TV shows or anything like they that. They have today. championship wrestling in Hollywood. Yeah, as I said, they yeah. have they have that. And I, I honestly think, um, I mean, Nick Aldis was considering retirement before he decided to have this last run in his career mm-hmm. uh, or this most current run in Live his career. Live off of Nicky's money. Yeah. Um, Jerk. But I, honestly, I think that Billy Corgan is a, is a businessman. And I think that the NWA is a business. And he sees that and he says, I think he's going to say, Cody can defend that belt wherever the hell he wants. Yeah. If he wants to go defend it in New Japan, and New Japan is like, yeah, I can put that belt on our show, they're going to put that belt on their mm-hmm. show. If Ring of Honor says, yeah, you can put that on Supercard of Honor next year, yeah, go defend it on Supercard of Honor. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that would be a smart move for, yeah, dude. for the NWA, in my yeah. opinion. Now, I have been, I have heard through the Ventinet that uh, 
Corgan is working with several networks to try to get a flagship show mm-hmm. on there for NWA. Yeah, that'd be a good idea too. And you know, signs of people. Now that you have Cody as your champion, yeah, I mean, signs, yeah, everybody's going to want to watch that. Yeah. So, uh, so there's a quote now. Voices of Wrestling tweeted out uh, late last night a quote from Cody. You're wondering what happens next with this group. We are all sticking together. No company, no entity owns pro wrestling. We own pro wrestling. Mm. So. I'm sure there will be an all-in two at some point next year. When and where it'll be, I don't think we know that yet. Some uh, other reactions. Obviously, from- Heat thrown to WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey, did you see his tweet a few months ago or like a month ago? I'm the game now. From Cody, Cody said Rhodes. that? Yeah. No, I did not see that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's uh, good. Also, some more reaction. Brian Alvarez said, uh, one of the most memorable events I've ever covered in 23 years. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kenny Omega said it was uh, probably the best uh, show he's ever been a part of. Yep. Uh, let's see. This is what Daniel Bryan tweeted out before the show. He said what Cody Rhodes, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson have done to create a uh, groundswell in wrestling in the wrestling community is both incredible and inspiring. Not only is it great for fans, but also for wrestlers and the industry as a whole. Congratulations on what will be an amazing night. And let's see if I can maybe find some more big reactions here i don't think uh at least not right off the top of my head i have to you know really look for it. i don't want to waste too much time here but uh overall it seems like a lot of positive reactions from the wrestling world from fans i've i haven't seen a fan yet i've been reading some reactions on reddit uh i haven't seen one single fan that said anything negative about the show so uh big ups to those guys you know for putting on this show at, you know setting this goal to do this great show uh, it sold out in under 30 minutes. It uh, it delivered for the most part, I believe. You know, like you said, that the women's match maybe have, have been a little but, underwhelming, but that's the only downfall of it. Yeah, but I was about to say, if out of all the ratings, if the worst rating on your show is a C plus, and you're self funded and you're not WWE, and you just gave WWE a big blip on their radar, mm-hmm. y- you got to be proud of yourself. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. The only the only thing is uh, the only problem that I have with the show is that the NWA World Title was not last. That should have been the last match. I agree with when Casey said that. Mm-hmm. So other than that, I mean, hey, it seems like the show was uh, fantastic. I can't wait for it to drop on New Japan World. Uh, anybody listening that works for New Japan World, uh, get it up now so I can watch it, please. <laughs> get your life After right. all this discussion about it, I'm like, okay, let's let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I think we've been talking about this for an hour now. Yeah. So uh, It deserved it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, should we continue it. with uh, – I guess we can continue here with uh, – well, move on here, huh? Yeah, let's just go through the next thing quickly. Yeah, and then let's hit uh, the uh, the cheap heat. Okay, so w- the next thing was the PW five hundred discussion. Yes, let's go over the quickly the top ten here. Let me go ahead and pull it up. I had so much. This was a good list. Yeah, I was about to say. Actually, I have a I have a screenshot of it on my phone somewhere. Uh, and I had it up and I lost it. I got it right here. Yeah, uh-huh. go ahead and shoot it. Shoot out that top ten list there. Okay, for so us, I'm gonna Casey. go from number ten to number one. Okay, cool. yeah, that's fine. All right, so number ten is the Miz, who is uh, staying in the same spot as last year. Was number ten last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine is Tetsuya Naito, um, who was number twelve last year. Uh, number eight, Cody Rhodes, big jump for him from number thirty three from last year. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Roman Reigns, who was number four, so dropped three spots. Number six is Braun Strowman, who was number thirty four last year, big jump for him too. Braun. Number five, Seth Rollins, who was number 16 last year. Number four, I do not agree with this one, is Brock Lesnar. How can you not agree with that one? Uh, I don't think, we'll get into it in a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, who was actually number 25 last year. I think 25 is way too low for him, though. Um, number three is Kazuchika Okada, who was number one last year. Number two, AJ Styles, who stays in the number two spot. And number one is, of course, Kenny Omega, who was number five last year. So obviously the one you said you didn't disagree with, you disagreed with uh, Brock Lesnar at four. Give us your reason. No, 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 no. I agree with that. Oh, you agree with yeah, Brock yeah. Lesnar? Yeah, No, Casey four. disagreed with that. Oh, yeah, Casey disagreed with that. I okay. don't agree. I just look at all the guys that are there on this list, mm-hmm. and one of the big things to me is work rate. And, yeah. you know, WWE, it's hard to have a hard work rate because you, you we see them once a week. Yeah, but when but whenever you see the guys on the indie scenes and they're doing matches every night, every night, every night, every night, and you see that, yeah, and they they document that it's it's so Kenny Omega is an obvious number one. AJ Styles is just AJ Styles. Kazuchika Okada, I think, may may still be the best wrestler in the world, but to put Brock Lesnar as a better wrestler than Seth Rollins, I I don't know that I could justifiably say that. I I, I think Brock Lesnar is a top ten. Mm-hmm. For sure, because he held that championship for so long, and they made him to be this dominant force. Top five is a little high for me, but that's why he's there. I mean, yeah. Pro yeah. Wrestling Illustrated has always been kayfabe. Yeah, yeah. like think, this yeah, isn't this a shoot is, list. Yeah, right. If he's a shoot list, he's way lower. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, going to well, say. Like, yeah. if this is a list of you know based on pure wrestling ability. Lesnar should not even be in the top ten, in mm-hmm. my opinion. There's so many guys that could do so much more than Lesnar can. I and mean, Lesnar's just a, a big guy that can yeah. throw people around the ring. Yeah, can super and do a couple yeah. of you know some submissions and stuff like that. But like. You know, granted, I, I mentioned you know the name Daniel Bryan, but then of course Daniel Bryan was out of action uh, just right. until March, so I, I guess you kind of have to put an asterisk next to him. But if we're talking pure wrestling ability, put him in there. Um, I think Seth should have jumped him. Uh, Seth's had, I mean, an, an amazing year. Yeah. He won the Intercontinental Title at Mania to become a Grand Slam champion, then just won it back at SummerSlam, and the dude has put on maybe some of the best matches, uh, at least in the main roster. That we've seen all year long. So uh, right, but he hasn't held a major title for as long as Brock has. That's why he's number four. No, he no he had, and then of course, uh, yeah, 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 I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. see, that's what that's why it's so hard for me seeing Okada there too, because then it's like, yeah, if if that's the argument for Brock, then Okada should be number one again because he's probably the greatest in our IWGP champion of all time yeah dude held it for what 720 days a long time man yeah, very held it for over time. two years yeah. it, that's that's crazy um and then you lose it to the best wrestler you know you lose yeah. it to the number one guy on that yeah. list so. yeah exactly well i tell you what for new japan they got to be proud man mm-hmm. yeah they two years in a row so much love mm-hmm. from every corner of the universe Spe- speaking of there i did see this we didn't talk about this in the uh in, in the pre-show or the prep or anything but let me pull it up because it was on here Love of God, where are you? Uh, come on now. I saw something. Oh, here we go. Okay. So, New Japan Pro Wrestling reports $44.1 million as the 2018 fiscal year revenue, 27% increase from last year, their highest grossing year ever. Nice. So, I actually just read that not even ten minutes ago. <laughs> so I, I I wanted to I wanted to squeeze that there at some point when you were talking about the rub that New Japan's yeah. been getting. I was like, ooh, perfect chance. So I had to hurry yeah. up and find making that moolah, son. So yeah, they're, they're making and they got they're getting money out of me now. But uh, I subscribe to New Japan World and I yeah. have not regretted it thus far. So uh, I don't think I ever will regret it. The only thing I don't like about New Japan, you go back and watch some of those old classic matches. It is yeah. strictly Japanese uh, commentary. So, but I think I saw Kevin Kelly. 
said they're going to add English commentary to some of the some of the classic matches, and I don't know if they're going to do the commentary as if they're live or if they're just going to kind of do it as they're kind of like reviewing the matches, yeah. so to speak. Well, see, me personally as a fan, I love Japanese commentary matches. It makes me pay attention to the match more and appreciate it more because I feel like sometimes as a fan when I'm listening to English commentary, I kind of get lazy, and yeah. I, can, I, I feel I'm uh, like, okay, I can play on my phone sometimes. Or I can look away from the screen because I can hear what's going on. It's a great yeah. point. When it's Japanese commentary, I'm like, I don't know what they're saying. So I need to watch and make sure that I don't miss any move. Because yeah. some of the best matches I've seen have been Japanese commentary mm-hmm. matches. Yeah. And and that's not to take away in saying that, yes, I would love to have English commentary matches. I guess it's the first time I see a match. I wouldn't be mad if I had to if I had to listen to it in Japanese. Yeah, I mean, I've gone back and watched some of those, you know, and I, I mean, the Japanese, you know, commentary. I mean, I could deal with, but I don't know. It's just uh, to me, not knowing really the the background, I guess, mm-hmm. of a lot of you know these matches, like the storyline build up to it. It'd be nice to have the uh, the English commentary that right. kind of give you a little context as far as you know why are these two here, how'd they get here, and you know stuff like that. Well, like so. I've said before, um, it's paramount that you learn Japanese. So no, when they not. fly us out there to no, go to Media not. Row on Wrestle I Kingdom, I will never learn Japanese. You could pay me a million dollars to learn Japanese. I will still not learn. I've been it. trying. Oh, I, I, I don't want to because I I just I just can't. I cannot. For learn a million anything. bucks, you wouldn't learn Japanese. I would hey, try. I'll, but, uh, hey, I'll take it. I'm, I've learned a little bit. I've learned a little I'm bit. I'm saying I would try, but I'm telling you, it would be incredibly. It's incredibly difficult for me to learn a new language. Oh, dude, I'd be fluent for a million bucks. Yeah, I would not be fluent Japanese. Go, there's I some couldn't. YouTube videos that I've watched. They teach it. It's they. It's really easy to learn off those. I've learned some stuff on those. I'm not. I, I just when it, any language, whether it's Japanese, Chinese, Spanish, French, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just. It's never. Never really clicked for me. Hmm. Even Cajun French. I'm trying to learn Cajun French a little bit here and yeah. there, but still can't quite, you know, give you a full sentence in, in Cajun French. So yeah. tell you some words here and there, but that's about it. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the PWI. So we were talking about the PWI 500. Yes. Uh, as far as the number one wrestler, there's no argument there. Uh, Kenny Omega no. is the hottest uh, wrestler and the best wrestler on the planet right now. I mean, you know, Casey was talking about. The line wrapping around the UNO Lakefront Arena three times, mm-hmm. so that right there should tell you everything. And then and people the throwing up on him. He's the best bow yeah. machine. Um, I don't see anybody who can take that belt off of Kenny Omega anytime soon. No. That's for sure. I see a couple of guys that can, but uh, I mean, it, you, you know, Kenny's been built up so much that you know you're going to need like a big name. Well, he's going to have to leave to the WWE before somebody gets like, his belt. He's just like going to have to lay if, it down. Like, if Shinsuke Nakamura, like, after his contract's over, leaves WWE and goes back to New Japan, you got that WWE, like, exposure now. You're going back to New Japan. Maybe I, that's a you know that's a name I could see coming back, maybe taking that belt from uh, Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it would be, but who knows? Yeah. Maybe it's Tanahashi. I don't know. I, I, have, I have a few, like, Long down the road, bold predictions, but you know that those that's for a later date. Well, yeah, but say we'll save that for a, a yeah, later yeah, yeah. date and time. So, uh, mm-hmm. Casey, other than uh, Kenny Omega, I mean, what do you think of this top ten list? Any uh, disagreements? Um, I mean, no. Uh, I I really thought. Um, I I guess I'm not a huge fan of him, but I, I guess I thought Will Osprey would be up there. But mm-hmm. I guess we don't really know the rest of the list yet, yeah. so I'll have to see the rest of the list. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than the fact that I think Brock should be just a little bit lower, um, Naito, you know, I'm a huge fan of Naito too, but he he lost the Intercontinental Title and hasn't really done much since, and he moved up three spots. Yeah, so that's kind of confusing to me. 
Um, the fact that Jericho's not up there kind of. Yeah, Jericho is. It, if he's not in the in the in the eleven to twenty range, uh, I'm gonna be really surprised. Now, did they make a separate list for the women? Yes, they did make. Yeah, a they release list. a separate okay. list every year for the women. I was about to say, did they make? Did they release that list yet, or not yet? And I don't. It's not as many. Yeah, hey, if, like they, if they had a released, I would have it. It's. Oh, yeah, I, I think it's 50, like. Uh, yeah. like I think it's two hundred. Really, oh, two hundred. Yeah, I think so. Okay. There you go. Ronda, Ronda, Ronda for, Rousey for, will be at the top of that list. Mm-hmm. Near, or near the Probably. top, at least. So, okay, let's uh, dive into the next thing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk about the heel turn, or you want to skip that? Uh, no, let's just mention it real quick, because it was big. Okay, so Moose uh, of Impact Wrestling had a big heel turn. Ryan, you know a little bit more about that than yeah, I Yeah, so they just had an event called Redefined. I called you Ryan by accident. Mikey O, you uh, have more. It's all good, man. <laughs> uh, Redefined, and um, it was a tag with uh, Moose and Eddie Edwards against... Austin Aries and Killer Cross, and apparently Moose must have got hurt. I didn't see the event, but he came back. Uh, he had a wrap around his head, and he got tagged in. And he looked like he was about to do something to Austin Aries in the corner, but then he turned around and speared Austin Aries. Now supposedly they're buddy buddy, they're boys. Yeah. Well, apparently not anymore, because essentially it looks like he's joining Aries and Killer Cross. I uh, I also we were talking about the. The PWI 500 list, yeah. uh, a name we were discussing the other day that I think could probably make that top ten. Yeah, Austin Aries. Oh, most definitely. With all the belts that the dude's the carrying around, a half dozen belts. I mean, geez. Did they not look at the picture of this guy on Twitter before they made this list? Like you say, like maybe Tetsuya Naito drops out, yeah. and he still, I would still put him in the top twenty. But Austin Aries, yeah. you know, with all the belts, he's going to win all these promotions. Why not him? Let him crack the I top agree. ten. You know, I agree. yeah. So. So that, was, that like, was that was the one guy that uh, most I, I completely forgot about until we you said his name. I was like, holy sh! Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> See, like I stopped myself. Oh, thank barely, you. barely stopped myself. But iTunes, uh, thank you. You know, well. that is the uh, the you know I, I, the thought came into my head when you said uh, Aries' name. Yeah. So it looks like he's in the stable now with Aries and Killer Cross, which they would run Impact if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Eddie Edwards' wife came out after they beat him up and chaired shot him a few times, and uh, she slapped Moose and he almost punched her. But then Austin Aries grabbed him back. Man on woman violence. Uh, yeah. that, that's the ultimate heel move right there. Yeah. And so big heel turn from one of their biggest faces. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah. So uh, yep. see how that plays out. Now let's move on uh, quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to update the Hell in a Cell card for you guys here really quickly. Because uh, that all-in discussion went a little longer than we thought. But like you said, it, it deserved it. So um, so mixed tag match. Daniel Bryan, Brie Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the WWE Championship. The New Day will be taking on, uh, well, we don't know yet, for the uh, SmackDown Tag Team Championships, says TBA. So I guess they will be defending their tag team titles. Roman Reigns will defend his uh, universal title against Braun Strowman. This will be Braun Strowman's Money in the Bank cash-in match. Also, Ronda Rousey will be defending her Raw Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss in a singles match inside. Oh, also, Reigns and Strowman's going to be held in a cell. And then... Uh, Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton also in a Hell in a Cell match. Six matches uh, so far for Hell in a Cell. That'll be taking place in uh, two weeks in uh, San Antonio, down the road over there. Would love to uh, make that trip, but it's a Sunday. You know what? I don't know. That I, I'm debating now. I, I'm seriously road trip. I'm th- I'm thinking about taking off, maybe take off that Monday and just go to San Antonio, find a little you know Airbnb. I get paid that Friday. Well, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I don't know if I could you know. Find a ticket and a room two yeah. days before, but 
Maybe not. It'd be, be kind of difficult. You can just sleep I in have car. Been, I have been to a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view before in 2011. When I was mentioning, we went yeah, yeah, yeah. to CM Punk. They came to New Orleans. So I have been to a Hell in a Cell uh, pay-per-view before. Yeah. But uh, wouldn't, wouldn't mind going to another one, obviously. Like, you sleep in your car, and you just... Beat, I'm, not all, I'm not about that life now. And then you just beat up a scalper. You take his tickets. Come on now. I want to keep my job. Well, that's, the, that's the easy way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that was the updated Hell in a Cell card. <laughs> let's uh, let's go to Cheap Heat yes. here real quick before we uh, wrap it up. Uh, so what we got here in Cheap Heat, did you bring up the, the Izzy thing? I, I think Mikey O over yeah. there. Yeah, I wanted, wanted to bounce off of Casey real quick. Yeah. I, I heard his podcast, and I heard his feeling on it. We have two contrasting. Are you listening to my podcast? Yeah, I listen Thank to your you podcast. So much. That's Thank why so much. I'm, I'm, I'm going to think you think I'm an old head now. so tell us what you got here in in gp yeah so big news uh bailey's mega fan izzy if you're a wwe fan you know who izzy is cute little girl who's a huge hugger fan Mm -hmm. and hug life uh, hug life hashtag hug life uh so she actually wrestled at punk pro wrestling and she won a championship there and casey let me know how you feel about this first okay so first of all (laughs) Let me just say, Izzy, she's a sweetheart. Got to meet her at uh, Takeover War Games last year. Got got to do an interview with her right outside the Toyota Center. I saw that interview. That was a good interview. Thank you. Um, but look, maybe it's just the um, the openness. I can see why people are upset. Don't get me wrong. I'm not being naive about this. I see why people are ups are upset about it. I see why people are mad. But. I I am just as a fan. I'm open to new things and and with them with the way they're happening and as long as they're safe. That's why I didn't freak out when I found out about the Kenny Omega and twelve year old girl match. I didn't freak out about it because he was safe and he took care of her. And that's the same thing with Izzy. You know, I know that people are freaking out because she got choke slammed in the match, but he protected her like he couldn't have done any more protecting for her without putting her on a cloud on top of a pillow on top of like an ocean. Like it couldn't have been softer, but um, I I think, I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's good. I, I just, I honestly, it, I saw it and I said, well, with the way she's been training and her connections to WWE, I said, ah, I kind of saw this coming something like this at least. So I was kind of indifferent, but I don't think it's as bad of a deal as people are making it out to be. Now, you guys alluded to earlier about um, David uh, Arquette winning the WCW championship. Mm-hmm. I think this is a whole lot worse. Oh, my God. At least he was a grown man. Okay? Um, <laughs> is it worse or better? Okay, Izzy, is it worse than Nicholas winning the tag team titles at or with Braun, obviously, at a But he didn't actually work, though. He just went in the ring and got scared and ran. He got a bigger pop than I'll ever get in a pro wrestling ring. That's well, of sure. course. Same no, here. <laughs> but look, okay, so this happened in Florida, and we all know people in Florida are crazy. Yeah. Um, around their bath salts and whatnot. So I'm looking at uh, Punk Pro Wrestling right now. They have 2,000 followers on Twitter. Any guess on how many Izzy has on Twitter? A lot more than 2,000. 3,700. Oh, no, dude. I was... I'm she's got that's how many no, tweets she's put out. Let me oh, really? <laughs> Izzy's got about I'm gonna say she has about thirteen thousand. Uh, that's pretty close. Uh what would you guess, Casey? Uh, was that your guess? Thirty seven hundred? Well now that I know it's higher, uh it's, it's pretty close. I'll say eleven thousand 
11.5. Oh, that was pretty close, too. Dang. She's got 10,500. Okay. He was closer. Um, so, obviously. If we won the prices right, we'd both be over. Yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, this is a move for shock on social media mm-hmm. to yeah. get more shine on their promotion, whether good or bad. They didn't care. They just wanted their promotion's name out there. Here's where I take offense to it. Yeah, the guy may have taken care of her, which he should have because she's a little bitty girl. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then I did think it was funny. He sold her uh, um, uh, her Stone Cold Stunner yeah. like The Rock did. <laughs> yeah, that was good. That <laughs> like, was good. He crazy oversold it, which was funny. Um, But I don't know. I, I think it's, uh, to me, it felt like it's like you're doing this to get your promotion over at any cost because it can't get over on its own. Uh, obviously, you probably have a garbage promotion. And I think, number one, Izzy probably should have did more homework on this promotion. Surprised enough homework as it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and maybe be, I mean, chosen something better. I don't know. Does she live in Florida? Yeah, she does. She lives in Orlando. Okay, so maybe she has connections to these so guys. So, what is I don't the know. other other than the fact that she's a mega Bailey fan? What, what's yeah. so special about this girl? Well, that's what sent her there because she was on, you know, WWE vignettes, and yeah, she's just featured on the network and on NXT tapings all the time. And oh, whatnot. so she goes to a lot of NXT tapings. She goes to all of the NXT. Oh, tapings. okay. I don't know if she's ever missed one in the last like four years. Oh, that's the the advantage of having it at Fool's Hill University. And yeah, I don't know what her room. parents do. And maybe WWE pays to fly her out. She goes to every pay per view, dude. She's like the dude with the long hair. Yeah, S- Simon. That's his name. Yeah, Simon. Simon. I, I just, I, it must be nice. That's all I can say. <laughs> it must be a, a great life. Yeah. But I mean, I could see her in a regular match going over with somebody, but winning the strap to a promotion. Come on. What if? Come on. I could care less about an 11 year old or how old old she is winning a. Belt. Well, my big question now, Ryan, I, or, or Mikey, I can't wait to see your reaction to this because she's going to have to drop that belt sometime. So she's going to have another match to drop that championship? <sighs> I, oh, I can't wait to see to hear that reaction. That's going to be great. Because <laughs> no, now, not only is she going to have to wrestle another match, she's going to have to lose. So she's going to have to take a move that essentially knocks her out for at least three seconds. Mm-hmm. Right. So Unless I, she gets, well, no. no. Unless she, or what, ooh, what did they make her tap out? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Tap out. Yeah, <laughs> Bye. put her in whatever. Put maybe like, maybe they booked Sammy Callahan to come maybe they in. Get like the oh my lord, Sammy Callahan got kicked out of a venue last night. Really? Yeah, um, because he was he was wrestling at an indie show and went to go slam a guy or onto some some of the venue's chairs, and the guy running the venue got on the uh, apparently on the microphone was like, "Don't break the venue's chairs." And then he got kicked out of the venue after his match was over. Oh, Lord. The, the whole promotion almost got kicked out of the venue. It was crazy. I read Dang about God. it this morning. Yeah. Pandemonium. Sammy Callahan, he's the draw. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. I kind of held myself back on that because we're running up against a wall here. Because not only are we over, but uh, I got a fantasy over? football draft coming up here. We're over? Yeah, we're over. I love when we're over. <laughs> we're over. We're always good to be over. over, guys. Yeah. Casey, any final thoughts? Um, no, guy. I mean, thanks for having me here. Go check out Pro Wrestling Roundabout. That's my podcast and our show and all, everything we do. Um, what, how many teams is your fantasy football draft? Um, this one is actually for our radio station, so we have six. Six? Whoa! 
Yeah. You're, you're gonna you're gonna have three Super Bowl teams on there. I'm one, I'm, I'm one of them, but I'm just letting I'm just letting it auto draft because like, yeah, I'm I mean already, six man, you can't you can't go wrong. I'm, ar- I'm already like over fantasy football before the first game. <laughs> no, but like I, I said, think like Yahoo implemented college fantasy football this year, so like I'm all into that more so than pro football. What? Yeah, they have college fantasy football. Oh, I might now. have to look into that. Yeah, check that out because uh, you can only pick the teams from the Power Five conferences in Notre Dame, but it's I, I like it. So that's cool. And it's no, exactly, but- and it's exactly like Pro, the Pro, like on Yahoo, the yeah. way Yahoo does it. It's exactly the same, just Power Five team players. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, like I said, just you know, again, thanks for having me here. I always yeah, enjoy coming, coming on, and stopping by, man. I I love coming and telling you guys that y'all are wrong and that I'm right. <laughs> that's the best part. But uh, no, for real, I, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, we always love having you on, man. It's always uh, always good to have Casey in here. That's for sure. That's right. Come back anytime you want. Now play the Stone Cold music. I'm out. Uh, yeah, make sure you check out our podcast on thegorillaposition.com because that new Sarge shirt that they just came out with, the camouflage collar and elbow shirt, is dope, and you can get it at 10% off. It is our product of the week. Also, make sure you go to our social media, at The Average Marks, Twitter, and Facebook. Hit that Amazon link and buy some stuff because you know you're going to do it anyway. Yep. And they'll cut us a check. And other than that, man, great show. Casey was an awesome guest, as always. Patrick, if you ain't got anything, let's get out of here. Outro. You've been listening to The Average Marks Podcast, a Lake Area Media LLC production. The views and opinions expressed in this show are those of Ryan Keith and Patrick Fry and are not affiliated with any wrestling promotion or company. Follow The Average Marks on Twitter and subscribe to us on iTunes. For all Average Marks links, news, and free podcasts, visit AverageMarks.com. Average Marks.